What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode on the Prospect Podcast. Today, we're going to be going over something a little different. Um, me and CJ Flipper are going to talk a little bit about how we got started in the sports card market and really what it has been like up until this point. Um, so I got CJ or Greg, if you want to call him, here with me today, and we're going to be talking just really back and forth, just going over um, for guys who and girls who don't know anything about the sports card industry and what it's like. Uh, our goal today is just to give you a little bit of an insight over the last six, seven months that we've been in it, um, what it has been like and how crazy it's been. Um, so let's hop right into it. What's up, Greg? How's it going, Joe? Good. So like I was saying, I just want to hear, we'll start with Greg and I want to hear what really his experience has been. Cause Greg's the one who got me started, um, with the sports cards. So it's only right that he tells his, his story first. And we'll, we'll give both of our experiences, um, at the same time here pretty much. But let's start with uh, Greg and see really what his journey has been like so far. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Yeah, this is an episode that I've been looking forward to making here for a while now. It's yeah. uh, got a lot of cool stories, a lot of interesting stories, a lot of fun stories, a lot of weird stories. But Right, I and real much, quick, real yeah. quick, like I was saying to Greg when we were talking earlier, like if you don't know anything about it, like when you start to hear just stories and and what it's like, you're gonna be like, "What the?" <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's I, been. I, you know, you know, if you don't know about it, then you have no idea like what it really is like. It's actually pretty crazy, uh, especially now, at least we should say. Yeah, but it's, anyways, it's been very interesting. I mean, the sports card industry is definitely not a new thing. I mean, it's been around since what. 30s 40s i mean they've been printing baseball cards now for almost 100 years i mean people have been buying them you know as always but this year in particular it's been a little bit out of hand it's it's been getting crazy i mean even myself you know i i used to be into cards years ago but i i just really started getting into it again this year because i saw the Mm -hmm. hype with everything so i mean i started kind of i guess a little bit before the hype started taking off back in february and I was on that app TikTok, and I'm watching a lot of videos, and I'm watching a lot of guys open cards, and I'm like, oh, this looks fun. Like, there's some new cards. That the new cards look, like, really cool. There's a lot of, you know, I knew with, with the MLB season coming up, there's a lot of really nice rookies coming into this class this year. Um, basketball, the hype was crazy with that, with Zion, such a massive guy coming into the league, John Morant, uh, Bowl, bowl. I mean, tons, tons of players. It just seemed like between basketball, baseball, and now football, there's just a really great rookie class. So I just kind of decided to one day – I put it off for a little bit, but one day I went into Target, and I bought just one single uh, Top Series 1 Blaster box. And I opened it up, and I haven't opened up cards in probably, probably six or seven years. And I'm like, all right, this is cool. Open it up, and the one guy, the two guys I was really big on this year were Bobachet and Gavin Lux. I really liked them coming up to the farm systems. They were playing really good in the minors. I was really excited. The first box I opened, I pulled a, a Bobachet. I'm like, hmm, this is pretty cool. And I think back then they were going not, not much, maybe five, six bucks, nothing crazy. But I was like, man, there's, there's money to be made. And I looked through every single card I got, 
and I think adding, adding up all the values, the blaster was you know, $21 after tax or something. And I definitely made, if I were to post everything, almost double that. I mean, every card, even base cards that usually you wouldn't look at were going for you know, 50 cents, 99 cents. So, I mean, I didn't waste my time by putting up those cards, but the big name rookies and stuff, I mean, there was money to be made. So I'm like, man, this is kind of cool. So back in February and March, um, the stores were pretty stocked. I mean, it was pretty easy to get stuff, but it was a smaller stuff. I mean, it was Top Series 1, and it was Gypsy Queen, uh, 2020 Gypsy Queen. Those were the two uh, brands that I was buying up a lot. And then, um, honestly, I guess it was like beginning of May. I walked into a Target one night, and it was – it was a Thursday night. It was right when 2020 Bowman was getting released. It was supposed to, I heard some stores might be getting it early on Thursday instead of Friday. So I walked into this Target and I live up in uh, the North Jersey area. So I'm in like uh, North Brunswick, South Plainfield area, kind of close to New York City, about a half hour drive from there. So it's pretty populated up here. And I went that night, tried to get the Bowman. No Bowman. I was upset. I went to about four different stores. The last store I walk in, they're closed in 20 minutes. And I walk up and I see Mosaic, Mosaic Basketball. And I, I'm a big baseball guy. I wasn't really into basketball. But like I said, with, the, with those big rookies and John Morant and Zion, um, I was like, you know what? Let me, uh, you know, always let me keep my eye out for Money those. Money to be made, yeah. Yeah. And I walk in and there was 25 boxes of, 25 blaster boxes of 2020 Mosaic. And I'm like, man, like prior to this, like I said, I was, I was only buying, you know, one or two, you know, blaster boxes at a time, maybe a couple of fat packs. I wasn't spending really a lot of money. It was more just having fun with it, trying to pull some cool rookies. So that night in target, I, I kind of make a really big decision, right? I had 25 blasters at $20 a piece. I'm like, man, this is a lot of money. Like, I don't want to be spending this. I'm like, you know what? Big decision to make here. I said, either take a couple or I just buy them all and really try to start a business here. Cause I saw a lot of other people, you know, had the opportunity to, to make some money here. I'm like, you know what? So I just, I ended up buying them all. It was like it was almost $600 after tax and I get home and I open one of them and I'm like, all right, let me open one. And let me hold on to the so rest. You had, and- you had every intention of, Re- just reselling them strictly exactly yeah and i was box. just gonna touch too so the prices you know on these boxes are back then they weren't going for that much i mean, not i would say they, they were still going for a profit i mean i think the blasters in may for mosaic were going for 45 50 dollars really so that's it yeah yeah so <laughs> they were back then you know they're retail for 20 dollars, but you can flip it you know on ebay or mercari or different websites and double your profit. So I'm like, man, this is interesting. There's money to be made. So I'm like, you know, what? let me open one. And after that, that one box, I was hooked. Those, those cards are so sick. I mean, now with the, them making the, the mosaic football, it's something about Panini and the, the color waves, the prism. It was just, I was just shocked. So I, I opened that first box and I pulled a, a Zion debut. And I was like, no way. Like the one, literally, I mean, aside from Ja, I'm more of a Ja fan to, to begin with, but Ja and Zion were the two that I was really looking for. And the first pack, I'm like, no way. 
So I, I made my money back. I think that card was going for bucks because it wasn't his his base it was just his nba debut right. which is still you know cool rookie card but it's a second step down mm-hmm. like man i just made my money on one single card like this is awesome mm-hmm. so I, I had him posted up online and uh nothing really happened i didn't end up selling any there were so eBay, many right? yeah on ebay ebay ebay's the hub yep yeah so they eBay ebay's is the, the one the one spot where Mercari is big as well, but eBay's been, you know, worth you know, the one I, I've been using. I laughed, I laughed to myself when you said Mercari the first time because I've been wanting to, like, I've never heard anyone say it ever. Yeah. And I've always looked at it, and I'm like, how do you even say this? <laughs> yeah. Mercury? Yeah. I always said Mercury. I know. I've never. <laughs> but I've Mercari, never, that makes sense. I've never personally sold on there, but I've heard a lot of good things. I, I think the fees are structured a little bit differently than eBay. I know eBay. Yeah, they might be the same 10%. thing. eBay give, yeah. eBay takes a ten percent, and then mm-hmm. you have it hooked up with PayPal. So you end up paying eBay ten percent, PayPal three percent. So that's another thing too. When posting cards, you know, get a little off topic, but posting up cards, you always want to kind of price them to where you're going to make money, but you're also going to cover your your fees and and taxes and all that. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, with those mosaic, I was. I was really trying to sell them, couldn't get any sold. I'm like, you know what? Let me just open the rest. And my sister actually bought a couple. She took five of them, and I, I opened up 20. And we were just pulling straight fire. I mean, every single box, there was at least a $20 card in there. So we were we were at least making our money back, which was awesome. But I, I didn't really – she – I'm going to touch on this too. My sister got some Bowman, um, and she pulled a fire card. But – I, I couldn't really pull anything crazy. I pulled a, a green John Morant base. I think I sold that for 95 bucks. I had a green uh, John Morant NBA debut. I sold that for, I think it was like 45 or 50 bucks. And then I think out of the 20 boxes, I ended up pulling three or four base Zion. So those are 50 bucks a piece. So I definitely made my money mm-hmm. back um, plus some, which was awesome. But from there, uh, and and this is all – so product was still pretty easy to get back then. It wasn't really difficult, and that's kind of where the store changes too now. So with it being so populated up here, I uh, – I Hold on, real quick. So yeah. before, you, before um, you get into it, so basically you have these boxes of cards of mosaic basketball – Mm-hmm. Um, which is Prism would be first, I would I would guess, right? When it comes to NBA, Prism, yeah. NBA, yeah. Prism is first. That's like your if you're gonna buy and invest in a card, most likely um, you're gonna be going for a Prism rookie card. That's mm-hmm. what you want graded. If you're making an investment, that's what you want. Mosaics are good as well. Um, they're the second, I would say. But yeah. like when you see guys who have as much hype as Zion and Morant and I mean, towards the end of the year hero mm-hmm. um, guys like that. It just, I mean, you can guess because I don't know if you're going to go over this, but when you said $40 reselling yeah. for yeah. mosaic mm-hmm. and I said, Oh really? <laughs> like, because yeah. I'll I don't t- know about now, but yeah, just keep that in mind when you're listening. Why I said, <laughs> why I said, really, because yeah. it just gets insane from basically this point on. 
yeah, it, in the industry. The hype definitely blew up. I mean, so like I said, when I started, when I started really buying seriously back in February, um, I guess it was January or February, right around there, they came out with um, Prism Draft Picks uh, football, mm-hmm. and there was so much hype over, uh, you know, Tua, Joe Burrow. Not really much hype about Herbert back then because, I mean, he was still a, a top guy to watch this year, but didn't really look like he was going to get any playing time until uh, the injury there. But that's when I kind of – I really wanted to get my hands on those, and I saw the, the resell on those, and I'm like, man, those are so sick, so nice, such nice cards. I what were they never, going for? I think they were at least double or a little bit more uh, resell mm-hmm. value, but the cards were just really cool. So I was trying to get my hands on those, couldn't get those. But going down further down the road, so I guess it was it was right about that time too that I um I was down at down at your house one night, remember? And I mm-hmm. I went to the Walmart around the corner and I found uh nothing crazy, but I think it was like a Don Russ, twenty twenty Don Russ blaster and mm-hmm. a, a few other cards, but <laughs> So let's touch on there. this real quick. Yeah. Before you go. So where Greg lives and where I live, we're about an hour and a half away, and it's literally two different worlds. Completely I'm, different. I'm South Jersey, so he's North Central, whatever you want to call it. But um, I'm like deep South, pretty much. I mean, you can't really get any deeper. Yeah. Um, pretty much right next to Delaware, uh, the bridge. So where I'm at, it's, uh, you know, a lot of country farms um so thinking when he's by new york city the population is high um and you're getting a more chance a higher chance of people finding out that wow these cars are are going crazy so you know they want their hands on it but where i'm at there was no competition (laughs) like i could walk in any day of the week and Mm -hmm. grab a box of cards and, you know, to, when when I got into it, it was like that. But once it started to develop more and start to get around, I had to try and time it better. But it's two different worlds, just so, so you guys know. Yeah. Like the differences here. But he'll get into what he's been through in his area. And I'll touch about what I've been through. Um, but it's just two different worlds that, like, you just wouldn't even believe. But go ahead. Yeah. But, yeah, he was at my house. and. He's the one who got me into it. He found the Don Russ box mm-hmm. and we were drinking and I said, let me get it, dude. So I Venmoed him like, <laughs> I, here, I, I touched <laughs> on this in my one podcast before. Yeah. Me and Greg have been best friends since we were in band class playing the trumpet together in, in uh, what, what? Fifth, fourth, fifth, fourth grade? fifth grade? Yeah. Long time. And he comes over to my house after going to Walmart and spending $20 on a blaster box and I didn't know, I don't know the prices. I mean, and it's a Don Russ baseball. This was never a hot product. I mean, it could have been when it first came out, but they're not <laughs> licensed with the MLB. Yeah. So, and I didn't know that opening either. But so he tells me to, I vend him like 30 or $35. <laughs> no, I had to make <laughs> like, a little profit, it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I didn't realize it until like, couple months later or when i started talking about it in a podcast before about uh, i think it was episode three where i talked about how i got started 
And I mean, I couldn't even get like a discount. Like he literally <laughs> t- t- almost charged me double for a box. But yeah, you know, but I mean, we were drinking. So like at the time I was like, all right, whatever, I'll just give you whatever. And then I remember pulling a, a, a nice Bobby Witt Jr. prospect card out of it. And like for me, that's where it started. You know, you were like, dude, that's like, that's a, that's what you're looking for. Out of that box. You know what I mean? Yeah, those nice yeah. prospects. So that, yeah, and, that was huge. And I'm looking at the cards, though. I, I remember pulling a Bryce Harper, and I'm looking at the card. I'm like, where's the logo? Like, <laughs> what? I I don't understand. Why Why is there no logo? Like, And then that's when I found out their Panini, specifically, is not licensed with yeah. the MLB for some reason. We still haven't looked that up. But anyway, yeah, that was yeah, that was funny. Well, you know, I was a businessman. I still had to make a profit and trying to run it. All right, no, well, I'm, just... <laughs> no, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding, but no, I mean, I'm, I'm no, you're not I mean, kidding because hey. you charge it. <laughs> you're not kidding. That is, it's all right. No, I mean, in a way, though, I mean, it, it's been it's been good. I mean, it opened up our eyes to mm-hmm. a whole a whole new world. That I mean, like right. I said, they've been selling cards at Walmart, Target. Um, I've seen them now at Bright Aid, at Walgreens, um, mm-hmm. even one of the low-key spots that I kind of keep a secret, Barnes & Noble they have there. So, I mean, there's a ton of stores now selling <laughs> cards. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it definitely opened up a new world. And I, and I, like I said, when I saw those mosaic that first time, I was like, I've got a decision to make here. I'm going to either keep this a hobby or I'm going to start a business. And I'm glad I did. I mean, I'm glad I decided to, to get this going here, make, starting to make some money. Um, like I said, I think in my intro a few weeks ago, I've, I've just, uh, surpassed $5,000 in sales. No, it's not profit, but I've sold, um, over $5,000. So that's been a huge number. I never thought if you asked me back in February when I bought that first blaster that if you thought you could sell $5,000 worth of trading cards, sports trading cards, that would have been like not a chance. Right. Um, and the problem with it is that 5,000, right? Yeah. But but the problem is that it takes up so much time mm-hmm. and that's why Greg likes to sell boxes. Yeah. Because I don't, I can't resist opening. The <laughs> yeah. Box. I have to open it. It's hard. I bought, remember when I bought Chronicles, I bought like yep. three, two, $300 worth of Chronicles basketball. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a, you could double, triple your money pretty easy when it came out. Yeah. And, um, I had, I opened three of them and, mm-hmm. I just couldn't stop. I opened all everything I had. And the problem with it is that it gets to a point where you've gone through the good cards mm-hmm. and then you have to start listing the cards that are $1, $2. Yeah. But the thing is, is you have 500 of them, you know, and if you could sell these cards, you would make your money back. Yeah. And you'd make a nice profit, but it's so time consuming and really, you're just looking for that one card that's really going to set you over the top anyways. Yep. But, you know, that's the, that's the main issue for me with with opening boxes and cards and reselling. I can't resell. Yeah, uh, I just can't. I have to open the it card. Is if I passed up on a, on a box knowing that, wow, they could have had the, the uh, Dominguez 101 <laughs> or Zion autographed, whatever. I mean, I yeah. just... It's, it's definitely... Anyway. It's hard. I mean, for me personally, so... You know, with buying all these cards, I I tried to sell. Like I said, I think when Chronicles came out a little bit further down the road, I did resell a little bit of that, but that was it. I couldn't re I couldn't sell it. I wanted to, but 
there were so many other people that were able to get their hands on so much more that their listings, I guess, are kind of just bumped up higher on the page, and those were the ones that were selling. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. what I've been doing is all the hot products this year, you know, Topps Chrome was such a big, uh, such a big rookie class. Uh, the NBA Panini Chronicles, I, I, I've been putting a little bit of stuff aside, just like one or two blasters, nothing crazy, just to kind of open down the road or, you know, if the prices jump up really high, at least I have my hands on something. Because it, it's one of those things that once they, after this year, they're not going to print this ever again. This is, you know, right. they make it this year and that's it. So kind of adds a little, little more value there, which is cool. But yeah, from, um, yeah. Real quick, talk about, um, what was I going to say? I can't remember. Continue. I'll think I'll probably of it. touch on it. We got, so after that mosaic, I hit, um, Bowman, uh, 2020 Bowman. And I was watching, um, I'm not sure if you guys ever heard of Blaze online or on YouTube. And they're, uh, they're a massive company that does breaks, card breaks on, um, I think they're out in Vegas somewhere. And they do a lot of card breaks. So I saw them with that when that came out with the hobby boxes. Like, man, these are sick. And then I saw the Jason Dominguez. I saw the Bobby Witt. And I think the Dominguez cards, I think the first week, it kind of leveled out after the first week. But the very first week, Jason Dominguez base paper cards. So, like, literally the lowest card. They were going for over 100 bucks. I think they were, like, 120 130 for a base paper. But it was because the hype was so big. This guy was. I can't even sell one for ten dollars. Yeah, now. yeah, it's it's literally it's difficult to sell. But when they came out that first week, I mean, holy moly, they were tough to get and, a hand on. Yeah, and and touch on Blaze. So they do breaks. Mm-hmm. So they'll have they'll buy cases of Bowman of whatever the product is, and they'll do a break. So if you don't know what that yeah. is, basically you go on their website, you can buy a team. And let's say they're doing a half case of um, Bowman hobby boxes. Mm-hmm. So they'll take the, however many's in a case, I don't even know. They'll take half of it and they'll put up prices for teams. And for every, um, well, every refractor, numbered, serial, like chrome mm-hmm. um, card in the break for your team, they send, they ship it to you. So you'll pay a specific price and it's strictly, um, based off of market value. So Dominguez cars were going for, you know, thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars. Um, so on a Yankees, if you, if you were doing a half case break of the Yankees or, and you wanted the Yankees, you were paying a premium of upwards of $800 yep. for just the Yankees. Yeah. I think they started out. Now, mind you, if you, if you hit, um, you know, a, a Dominguez uh, colored card out of like two or one ninety nine or or one fifty or whatever, you're it's a great investment. Oh yeah. But if you're even even if you're hitting a couple papers, mm-hmm. you know you're not going to make your money back, but you're going to get you know it's a gamble regardless. But it just goes to show you're taking that risk, and you know it goes to show like how crazy it is to get one of them cards back when they were hot. Same thing with Bobby Witt. Mm-hmm. Now, that was probably about half the price of a Dominguez. But still, like, Bobby Witt Jr. was, yeah, he when, was... He was hot, when he was hot. and he It's their first card. It's their first Bowman card. And, you know, it just 
It's the best card you can get. That's why we talk about first Bowmans in our podcast at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, those, like I said, when those are big, so... $800. For, yeah, and a half a case, so a half a case is, I believe a case is pretty standard. It's 12 hobby boxes. So a half a case would be yeah. six And it is boxes. a lot of cards. You have a good chance. You do, but if you but think still. about it, so the, the retail on those hobby boxes, they, I think they were they were all around the 300 mark, but I think $300 was about... Yeah, I paid 280 It was about average. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're talking, what? eighteen hundred dollars for six boxes if you pay just for the yankee spot eight hundred dollars right there for you know one team you have 29 other teams to fill so i mean breaks are breaks are mm-hmm. a good thing they got a good business going over there they're, they're great guys over there so that that really yeah if you if you want to get into it i would suggest to check them out because i that's kind of like when he introduced me to Blez, I was mm-hmm. we were doing that for for a couple of weeks there. It was really fun. Yeah, that's a great way to uh, kind of build up your collection. And you don't have to, you know, yeah, because you get the specific. Like if you're looking for a specific player, mm-hmm. and you join, let's say you you wanted Alec, or let's say who's first boom, and I don't know this year someone on the Diamondbacks that you're a Diamondbacks <laughs> yeah. fan, and you want a first Bowman of uh, Glenn Allen Hill Jr. or whatever. And, you know, well, you're going to pick the Diamondbacks up, mm-hmm. and they're going to be fairly cheap anyway. But you're going every card you hit of him, you're going to get. Yeah. So if you specifically want or are specifically looking for a certain team for a certain player, you, I would just do breaks. You don't have to waste your money on um, buying boxes and praying that you get it. You're going to get it. You know, out of out of a half a case, you're going to get what you want. You know, and that might not be the one of one or the out of 50, but you're going to get what you want for the most part. So I would definitely check them out. They're they're like the most legit break company in the game. Mm-hmm. So and they do a lot of good work over there. Yeah, but that was that was probably in the beginning of my I don't do it too much anymore. But in the beginning of my uh, to get started, that's really that's really what you want to do. That's where I hit my Joe Adele. Uh autographed out of 50 my uh holy grail card right now so yeah that was sick you know if, like you're looking for i mean that was the card i was looking for and i got it you know what i mean for 50 dollars, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other cards along with it so you know if you're looking for that one card you might as well take your chances you know or you could buy three blaster boxes and and it's, it's a flat fee it's not oh 50 plus shipping you pay 50 bucks and that's it they ship it and it's fairly quick for the most – well, I shouldn't say quick because they have a lot of cards to go through. They have a lot of customers. Yeah, they were backed up. But I think they, they keep it pretty consistent. I believe they did it like mm-hmm. – shipped out like Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday or something. They were pretty good. Yeah, they're, they're legit. Yeah, they're, they're, they're legit. A lot of fun. And it's a good way, so I'm going to touch on now here soon in a minute how you know that's also a great way not only to pick up certain players you're looking for but to be able to get product in general. So like Joe touched on, we live yep. in two different areas. It's completely different. Up by me, mm-hmm. like I said, back when I was buying March, uh, April, May, it was pretty. It was fairly easy. You walk in, you can walk in on a random Tuesday and find stuff. I would say about, I think it was like the first or second week of June. That's maybe, maybe the first week of June. Everything changed. I don't know what the heck happened, but it was nearly impossible. Literally, it was like overnight. Like within one week, it went from cards being on the shelves to I can't even find 
you know, and series one was fairly, they were kind of finished up. They were empty in their shelves, but even that nothing, not even the single packs of series one or gypsy queen, everything was so hard to find. And I think a lot of this, uh, a lot of the reason that people kind of turned to this and the, the, the money's been so hot is because there were no sports, you know, in the springtime, there was nothing. We, we were shut down. The country was shut down. The world was pretty much shut down. We had no sports. So everyone like, you know, me and you, Joe, we, Everyone on DraftKings and FanDuel, there was nothing to bet on. There was no no mm-hmm. gambling. So I think a lot of the people that turned over to this are people that used to, you know, that were used to, to betting on games and, you know, picking teams on DraftKings, betting on single games, doing parlays, a lot of that. And I guess right around June, everyone kind of just got fed up with it and just saw that the sports card industry – was getting so hot. Yeah. I mean, I know I mentioned on TikTok I watched a lot. You know, if you know a little bit about cards, I mean, Gary V, uh, you know, is a massive guy who he's been into he's been into cards for a, a, about a year and a half, two years now. But when he he used to sell them when he was a kid, he used to flip them when he was yep. a kid. Yeah, he he was saying. he was into and it. then but then he kind of he's putting out all these videos about you know the market going up. I remember he was big on uh, Giannis rookie cards back back last fall, and I, they were going for. They were going for nothing, and four or five hundred bucks for a PSA ten, I think it was. And he was like, "If he gets a chip, they're going to double." Well, he didn't get a chip yet, but in the springtime, they were going for. I think they were up to like three or four grand. I mean, the price on them exploded. Anything you know, his rookie cards were through the roof. So, I mean, there's. Uh, it makes you think, though, because when you have a big influencer mm-hmm. like him, basically saying, hey, you know, sports cards are going to be the future of the sports world. And you're seeing that after just even six months Mm -hmm. uh, in quarantine, you know, and, you know, I get it too. People don't have anything to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think most people are back to work. I'm not sure. I've been working the whole time. So I have no idea. I I say um, it's it's evening out now, but yeah, yeah. when everyone was at home. But a big influencer like him. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like yep. you got to think millions of people are seeing this and they're like, you know, I mean, he he knows what he's talking about. It's oh, not yeah. any BS. Yep. I'm just saying you get like, I don't, I, I didn't st- start because of Gary Vee. I don't know if you did. I forget yeah. if maybe you did or Small not, but, influence, but yeah, there's, there's yeah. people that, you know, you like, see, Hey, there's money to be made. Why not? And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's a whole different side of this. I mean, there's, I mean, we could talk for hours on on the sports card market. Yeah. I mean, there's investing in in graded cards. There's investing in sealed boxes. There's investing in ungraded. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many opportunities here to make money and collect. But you know, it it really. By the way, Greg has a Greg has an investment in um, series one and two. 2020 uh top series one and two hobby boxes yeah just so you all know he thinks series two or one of them is going to be like uh you know mike trout back in the day how his what is it update series boxes or something yeah 2011 update. i forget what it is going for like what a lot grand? of money <laughs> yeah a lot or of something money. so he thinks it's going to be like that i, I tried to get him to open it <laughs> I, 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 don't I only i only bought it could be though. I know, and I and I, I only bought one of each. I I bought a, a couple series two. I opened that, but I bought one series two and one uh, series one hobby box, like one hundred thirty bucks mm-hmm. a piece. I'm like, you know what? Let me buy it. 
maybe I open them one day, but I, I really think that this year's rookie class has been great. And even even guys that it wasn't big on, like Kyle Lewis, Randy Rosarena, these guys that mm-hmm. I wasn't even looking at them in the spring, and I don't think a lot of people were. But there, this, there's right. a ton of rookies in those two boxes. Hey, you know what? 260 bucks, put them up in the closet, and we'll see what happens in a year or two. You know what would have been a good investment um, is a Bowman. Hobby. I know, I know. You got to think, like a Dominguez, like – if he turns out, or even when, mm-hmm. if they turn out how they want him, how they're projected to be, um, which I kind of, you know, I kind of expect it to be like that, mm-hmm. but because they are both great players. Oh, yeah. But imagine their first Bowman cards, you're hunting for anything colored, numbered, autograph, even just chrome or paper or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, in, in 10, 20 years. What is something like that going to be worth for a three hundred dollar investment? I don't know. I know makes you think. I know, and that's, it really and makes that's you the think. one reason why I kind of just left it alone because they were a little bit more. I mean, yeah. again, looking back on it, but it's also like saying, you know, oh, I bought a, you know, I picked up Amazon what two three years ago when mm-hmm. it was, you know, below a thousand bucks. And it, it's right. just like exactly. anything else. It's, it's hard yeah. to to hop on engage, but yeah, it's like yeah. you know, have one or two. All boxes. right, let's talk about um, yeah. Let's talk about now um, how hard it is for you to get cards. Yep. So you were saying so back, around June. Back in June, okay. I caught – I could never figure out when they stopped. So I would always just kind of – you know, I And that's the main thing. Yep. Right? Catching people yeah. – catching the stalkers is, is key. I mean it's, it's honestly in now that we're in November – with uh, prison football coming up soon, uh, with mosaic football just come out. I mean, everyone's everyone's into this. Literally, every single person who likes sports a little bit, I feel like is into cards right now. And it, it was just so hard to find the stalkers. I'm like, when do they stock it? Like, I I would go. I was going Mondays. I was going Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays on the weekends. I was literally checking every day and different times a day. And I went to probably eh, within like a an hour drive of here. Probably went to about 25, 30 different Walmarts and Targets in every single store. And one day I walk into my local Walmart on a Friday at about 10 o'clock and I turn the corner. I'm like, no flipping way. There's a guy stocking the shelf. I'm like, what the heck? I, after months and months of driving around. Family friendly, Greg, by the way. <laughs> no, I... Using flipping. I don't think I've ever heard him say flipping. <laughs> <laughs> Driving around. I mean, how much money I probably spent on gas. You know, I mean, I literally just drove so much. And I find this guy on Saturday or Friday morning. And I'm like, no way. So he, I get to talking to him. He's, he's super nice. He's an older guy. And there was some good stuff. But you can definitely tell the, the good stuff was gone. I think back then people were picking up, um, what was it? It was optic mega boxes of uh, NBA Panini Optic. People were big on that. That was coming out. They had a little bit of mosaic left, but all the good stuff was gone. He had he had like uh, select baseball. He had the it was back when like the Goodwin Champions was coming out. He didn't really have much. He had a lot of uh, I think series two was was coming out right around then. So he had a little bit of that, but he didn't really have anything good. But I get to talking to him, and I'm like, hey, you know, like you know, do you come here like a lot? Like, is this do you come here weekly? Do you come here at the same time? And I don't know if it's within their rules and stuff of 
with their company. But he was kind of like being selective with what he was telling me. He definitely was is almost a little bit secretive. Um, and again, this was my first time finding out a, a stalker, you know, seeing one there. So I was being very nice, very polite. He was nice as well. But yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, I come usually here every Friday about 7, 7.30. You know, he stalks for about, I guess, what, two, three hours and then he leaves. So I, I was like, all right, I picked up some stuff and I come back the next Friday at seven o'clock. Uh, they opened right at seven. So I was actually standing outside in line. It wasn't many people, but I was the very first person waiting for cards. Like, man, this is sick. Like, maybe I caught him. No one knows about this. And I'd say maybe like 15, 20 minutes later, another guy came over. And it was kind of like he walked by the aisle. He didn't really say anything. But he definitely knew I was there for that. And I kind of had a feeling he was there for the same thing. They walked by, he walked away, and they came back about 10 minutes later. And we get to talking. He's like, yeah, what are you looking for? Like, ah, you know, some Bowman, some, you know, Series 2, whatever. He's looking for basketball. So we see that we're looking for two different things. So we were just talking. Nice, nice, friendly guy. By 8 o'clock, there was probably, I don't know, 18 to 20 of us. I mean, there, there was, there, I'm like, about 20 people. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm like, I've never seen this before. I, I didn't know this was that big of a thing back then. I knew, I saw it was big online, but I never saw it in person. So it's 8 a.m. The guy's still not there yet. And I'm waiting. Everyone's talking. And everyone's super nice. Everyone's very friendly. We're all just looking for the same thing. So it, And it works kind of like an honor system. I mean, I mean, this is different everywhere. But, you know, at least up here, I've had pretty good um, experiences. Um, but everyone was friendly. You know, hey, like this, you know, they've noticed, oh, you know, he was here first talking. And, you know, so if the guy did come, he kind of got in line and said, okay, this is, you know, top 10 or whatever it may be. So whatever they have, you get first pick because you were here first. So everything was good. The guy never had anything. He came maybe eight thirty nine o'clock and he didn't have anything. Came around with an empty cart with no boxes. He said, no delivery this week. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, no, oh, just my luck. Right when I figure out his schedule, he's not there. Yeah, first, first in line. line right? I'm like, man, yep. this is going to be great. He had nothing. Long story short, for the next two months, I went eight weeks in a row. He had nothing. Every single time at my local Walmart, he really? had nothing. He always came around the corner, empty cart, had nothing to stock. Like, man, this is insane. So it was about, like, I'd say beginning of August, and he still, I went back a few weeks ago, and still, I called him on a Friday morning, came around, nothing. So I think what happened was, prior to me getting there that week, he kind of saw that it was getting out of hand that there's people waiting there for him. There's people following him to the, his location and he just didn't stock. And I don't know if he came out and stocked later. Cause there definitely, I would go on a Saturday morning the next day and there was stuff out. So he must've stocked later on during the day once the crowd left. But that was my like cards. Yeah, you mean? yeah. He would stock the cards. Yeah. Really? So that was my first, my first experience. That's kind of messed up though. It is because and like we were saying, yeah, before we've talked about it before this is that's your job Mm -hmm. just put the cards out you don't have to conduct how business Mm -hmm. goes down like you said there's an honor system like you said people give you a number Mm -hmm. of in in line and you go through the line and then you go back around until all the products gone yep yeah you know that kind of sucks for other people but that's the way it is so how does he not have a delivery 
when 20 people are waiting in line, but then later that day when everyone's going, he puts it out. Yeah, it really, it really didn't make sense. And it's tough for me because I, I just do your I job. see both sides of it. I do. I, I understand that, yes, this at the end of the day, everyone has jobs that they don't like and there's things that they you know don't want to do. But at the end of the day, it's your paycheck. It's your job. You got to do it. So I do think it's a little bit weird on that side. But I also see the side of, you know, this guy's getting chased around, you know, different Walmarts, different targets. People are figuring out his his routine and his schedule, I would feel a little bit, you know, a little bit annoyed too, but it doesn't give you any, any excuse not to do it. So that, that was my first one. And while talking to those guys over the next two months, I was kind of sneakily getting some Intel. And I would say probably about, probably about a month, right in July, I, I had it down. I actually printed out a map of New Jersey and the counties and I mapped out every single store in the area and when the stalker would go. So I wasn't chasing him around or anything, but I had it mapped out pretty well to know, okay, Wednesday, so-and-so is doing these four targets. Now, when, Wednesday. And this is what you, you had, had to do. do. Yes. This wasn't like, oh, you know, yep. you know whatever, I'm just going to do this. You, you had, had to, to document do it if you wanted to get product, unless you want to go online and pay double yep. the price, go to a hobby shop and pay double the price, triple mm-hmm. the price, you know, this is what there was you had no, to do if you wanted to get retail prices for yeah, these cars. There was no option. And at this point, like I said, I, I didn't really have good luck selling sealed boxes in the beginning. At this point, I kind of shifted my complete mindset of I'm not even going to sell stuff because it's hard enough for me to buy one or two products when I do get it. There's no way I'm selling, you know, opening one, selling one, not a chance. I'm, I'm opening two. That extra 20 bucks isn't, isn't worth it. Um, so I figured out, you know, Wednesdays, uh, they would stock the targets and this one guy would bounce between I think eight or nine different targets. He would do four during one week and then he would do five the next week and he would go starting as early as seven, eight o'clock whenever the store opened. And I think the last one he did was the one closest to my house. He would finish up about five, six o'clock. So once you started seeing where he was, you kind of had a, uh, a hankering for when you were going to get some cards. The issue with that is there was even more people. I found at Target's there was 25, I think the most was 27 people once at a store. And the issue with that now is it's kind of shifting where there's different people getting into this. Before it was, you know, dads buying their young kids cards because it's what they did back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And it's now their kids who they used to open cards with back in the day, you know, like, like our age, mid to mid to late twenties now wanting to get into it themselves to now it's not just people into sports. It's not just people into gambling and betting on sports. It's a whole different crowd of people. It's people that are just trying to flip and make some money on eBay. So now, I mean, there was some points where I was getting to stores. I got to stores, I would say about two and a half, three hours early. Um, on days that I didn't have work, waiting to, in line. And even at that point, Joe, I was number 15, 16. I wasn't even top 10. So some of these guys. So well, hold on. what's the earliest you've ever been at a store? I would say three hours. Three hours is kind of in my mind. So, but we're, but we're talking what time? What's the earliest time you've the ever been at a store I got in the morning? Was, it was seven o'clock when I went to that Walmart. And that was right when they opened. So it wasn't super early. I knew right. I knew the door wasn't even open, so there's no reason to get there. 
Now there's a guy I was talking to and, and while looking for these cards up here, you would see the same people. It's the same 20, 30, 40 people at all the stores. So we're right. all the same people. This one guy, I don't know if he was, you know, if he was just telling the truth or not, but he said he went to, he was getting the targets at two, three in the morning. I'm like, dude, they're not even yeah. open. I mean, he seemed pretty legit. What so makes you think, though? Like, if you're going and you're 15th in line mm-hmm. at, you know, 8 a.m., let's say, like, you got to think that people are standing outside the door <laughs> yeah. forming a line yep. before it even opens. Yeah. And if, you know, that's just how it is. And if you're motivated enough to go and really get these cards, you're going to get there as early as yep. you want. Yeah. You could get there at 5 a.m. and fall asleep in your car and set mm-hmm. an alarm. At six, just go stand and in line. then go and wait in line. Go stand yeah. in line, and it and it. Now the only thing that sucks about that is that, yeah, you're first in line, but you got to go around thirty times. Yep. So you're only going to get one or two boxes anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what. And sucks. that's what I was gonna because you could be first in line, but you can't take five things. You're taking one thing and you're going back around. Yep. And that's what I was going to touch on. So Walmart was a little bit different. The few Walmarts that I did eventually hit later in the summer, it was only me and a few other people. So I think I kind of found a couple little hidden gems. Wait, so 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 Target was more popular. Target was a little bit more popular in my experiences, but the one yep. the few Walmarts I did find, they were a little bit I feel like low key kind of tucked away. Um, but the Targets, the way it worked is that then there was the same guys. They would organize tell you what number you were. So you walk in, they would say, oh, you know, you're looking for cards, whatever, just small talk. It's like, okay, your number, let's say your number 11, right? So now you stand in line. Wait, hold yeah. on real quick, real quick. Didn't you walk in one time and <laughs> and you went up to go get the cards and the guy was like, are you looking for cards? And you said, yep. yeah. And you said, all right. And then he, and you turned around, there was like a line of so, like 10 yeah, people. So that was... It was it was one of my last times actually going because I'm like, all right, this is ridiculous. And I got there. I think it was like three hours early, two and a half, three hours early. I'm over in the card section. I'm just kind of standing around, and I knew he was coming. He I, he was at his store before because I went there. I'm like, he's definitely coming. Like, this is happening. I'm like, I'm the only one here. This is awesome. I was like, I think I was texting you like, like this is sick. I'm, I'm about to get everything. Like, no one's here. And then this guy comes walking up to me. He's like, oh, are you looking for cards? I'm like, yeah. He's like. Oh, there, you know, your number, I think it was like 11 or 12 something. And I walk over and in the front, like where the aisles end, where the, you know, where you bag your groceries or whatever, that's where everyone's mm-hmm. lining up. They're all standing, huddling around the front. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> so we ended up standing there. I think they got up to maybe like 20 that day, but we got, we got in line. So once the vendor got there, he was in an empty aisle. He put everything that he had on a conveyor belt. And we would we got in line in your respective number, and you would pick one item. You would go around, and each time you went around the circle, you get one item. So I think even that day with 20 people, that was when he had some Chronicles basketball. He had a little bit of Topps Chrome. Um, that was the week that Stadium Club came out. So not a really hot product, but a new product. Um, and not too long ago. Yeah, that was it was like August. Yeah. A couple months. And yeah. that um, he, you know, I ended up getting I don't know maybe 130 dollars for the product. Nothing crazy. But I was able to at least get something. I was I was striking out there for a few weeks. But after that experience, yeah. I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. Like this, the, the fun has gotten taken out yeah. of it. So that's when it kind of forced me to go to. You got to waste. Yeah, yeah, you're wasting so much time. Waste half of your day just to to maybe get a blast. I couldn't do it. 
it was tough. So that was kind of my breaking point. I kind of decided, hey, I can't, I can't be waiting three, four hours for cards. Like I'm going to just test my luck on my other stores and see what happens. So a few times I walked in and I found, yeah, no, no, no. I was just going to say real quick, my, his experiences compared to mine. (laughs) Yeah. So, so with me, I've never come across a problem ever. I've never had to wait in line. Yeah. I've never had to do anything. So I would always go, I didn't know. Um, the schedule for the stalker. Greg went with me one time and he ended up asking a manager and the stalker was Mm -hmm. there. So he went up to her and asked her, you know, when do you usually restock? And she said, what, Thursday Thursday night night, it comes in. So Friday. Yeah. So, but for me, every time I went, because before this, before I came back home, because I was in the outer banks on vacation and this was right after I got started. So I was going to the Walmart in the outer banks um, I found a couple cards down rust baseball, nothing serious. And, you know, that's when I was starting to get for real. I was ordering a lot of stuff on Amazon, dumb mm. stuff, nothing good, dumb, completely. I wish I never done it. Wasting $500 on dumb cards. But when I came back from the outer banks, we, I went straight to Walmart to see if there was, it was like a, it was a Saturday afternoon. So went straight there, nothing. Sunday, I went nothing. I would go every single day, and there's nothing, 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 nothing for at least three weeks. And then the first time I, I, I hit something, it was uh, Prism Baseball. It was a Saturday afternoon. So I'm like, okay, she must restock Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. The next week, I go back Saturday morning. Um, you could tell stuff was been picked through, but there was some Series 2 baseball. I got that. Um, and then after that, nothing for a while. And then... You came down and you asked her and she said, oh, Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. So then I started going Thursday, Thursday afternoon, uh, Friday morning, Friday afternoon. And I remember one specific instance, which I'll touch on why it all makes sense to me right now. I get there and I walk over and now there was always a security guard at Walmart or whatever. And uh, he was real cool. And he would always see me there looking for cards, nothing. And there was also someone, because it's right next to the self-checkout. So the person who overlooks the self-checkout also got friendly with me. Um, So she would tell me, yeah, there's always a guy who comes and is looking for basketball cards. So I'm like, okay, so there's definitely other people here looking. Now, I'm expecting, after hearing Greg's stories, I'm expecting to walk in, to be in a line, waiting. So... I keep looking, I keep, you know, whatever. And she's like, I think it was the next week I come back. She's there again. The security guard guy's there again. I'm like, man, they didn't, she didn't restock again. Like what's going on? And uh, they're like, yeah, I don't know. So I talk, I was talking to them for about a minute and I start to walk out the door and I hear someone say behind me, what are you looking for cards? And I was like, I turned around. I was like, yeah. And it was the stalker. So I was the only one there. This is when Chronicles was hot. Um, Tops Chrome was just, just came out, I think. And that was about all I was looking for. Um, and I, I, it, was, it was literally like a drug deal. <laughs> she says, what are you looking for, cards? I go, yeah. 
And uh, she goes, come here. And I walk over as she's has six or four huge boxes of uh, what's the MJ, MJ holdings. holdings. Yeah. Six huge boxes. Right. And I'm like, what? I was like, what is going on? Cause I've never seen it. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, what are you looking for? You know, like, like, what do you, you know, what are you looking for? And I'm like, uh, I, you know, basketball, baseball. And she opens the first box. It's like all football. I'm like, nah, I don't really want football. And she's like whipping out, like pulling, yanking these cards out. She pulls out two. I was it. I think it was hanger boxes. Yeah. And the fat packs mm-hmm. in. They come in a, a a display. For those that you don't know, they come in a display. She pull and they're like saran wrapped or plastic wrapped. She pulls them out, two of them, and shoves them in my chest, and is like here. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. I'm thinking like, how much could this be? And I don't want to uh, um, take everything anyway because I'm not like that. But I say, you got any baseball or anything? And she pulls out like five blasters of Topps Chrome. So I, she's like, go get a cart. So I hurry up and go get a cart. <laughs> like literally like forcing me to do this. And I'm like, what? And I go and run and get a cart. And I get five blasters of Topps Chrome. Um, i got a whole display case of the Chronicles. So I was happy. And I said, I don't want the other Chronicles. I know there's a guy. Because at this, the same moment this was happening, the security guard and the self-checkout woman is standing behind me watching this. <laughs> and they're, like, kind of, like, helping her. And I'm like, what? Like, what is going on? This is, like, I feel like I'm, like, on, uh, um, what was that show called? Like, Ashton Kutcher's about to walk yeah. out and be like, no, you Punk. can't take all this. Like, we're just kidding. Punk. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, so I was so confused. I was shaking because I've never hit like this. I've it's been so many months, and I've been waiting for a day like this. Because you remember, I I'm not a morning yep. person, but I would go mm-hmm. in the morning <laughs> because I didn't know if she stocked in the morning or at night. So as I'm I'm doing this drug deal, and she's like, take uh take the uh, chronicles. And I take one. I said, leave the other one for the cop that or whoever else comes. I mean, I don't I don't want both. Just leave the leave the other stuff here. And I got and I left. And I was so I was screaming on my way home, (laughs) making an audio to send to you. And I'm just I was because I was so like a lot of build up pressure and and stress Mm -hmm. of not finding any cards after trying to get into it and trying to be, you know, productive with it. You know, and when you have Instagram too, you, you, if you don't have new product, you have nothing to post. Yeah. So it was frustrating for a while. So I was so excited, but it was so, it was such a weird um, scenario. Uh, it just goes to show though, the two differences, like you wait in line. Mm-hmm. I get lucky one morning mm-hmm. as I'm walking out of the door and turn around and she says, here, what do you want? <laughs> and I can, I can literally go through the box myself and pick whatever yeah. I want. So, and like I said, I'm not someone now there's a lot of people who would have said, give me the whole Mm -hmm. box of everything. I'm going to take everything that you have because, and now, like I said, she was acting a little bit shady. What it seemed like to me, Mm -hmm. like, like she thought she was going to get caught and then it made me nervous. And I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) Like, like, obviously there's cameras in the store. Like what, like, is this? Yeah. I mean, you're just buying product, you know, you're doing nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. So then. My, my most recent, I don't go as much as I used to. 
my most recent um, situation at Walmart is I kind of figured out Thursday night is the night. that It's either Thursday night or Friday morning or Friday night. One of them. So Thursday around like 530, I decided to pop in. You know, it's been a while since I've really wanted to get something. And I, I go in and I see on TikTok, on Instagram, a lot of or no. Before this, I did hit big. Remember with the mosaic uh, cello packs and bone oh, yeah. chrome. Yeah, I was. I was. This is before this. That real quick, just the difference. Like Joe, I mean, we mm-hmm. keep reiterating how different it is where we live. Joe found mosaic football, and I, I, I was looking for about two weeks or so, and I couldn't find anything. There was nothing. His store finally got stocked, and he left me. I think it was like twenty three. It was exactly twenty three cellos, and his store closed at I think it was ten o'clock. He called me at eight o'clock. And said, "There's 23 left." Now he didn't. He didn't want to buy it all. Mm-hmm. No, dude, I I was there at like 9:45. Oh, you, you I went, went back. back at 9:45. I bought five more for yep. myself because I also I owed Greg for opening some boxes that he left in my house. Yeah. So I bought uh, nine cello packs just for him, mm-hmm. and I I opened all of mine, and I was like, I want to go get some more. So I went and got some more, and at like 9:45, right before they closed. So I yep. told him. He lives an hour and a half by the, away, by the way. Yeah. So I, I hopped they in. They said if you do come down tomorrow, it's going to be there. That was crazy. I mean, and yeah, I, so he hopped I in his car him, and I went. Yeah, I, came I went. I was right there at 7 a.m. when they opened and they were still there. But I was just going to reiterate the difference. If that yeah. was up here, not a chance would those have stayed on the shelf. Even though the store closed, there would have, mm-hmm. there would have been someone talking, hey, hey, so and so, there's, you know, mosaic football here. And that would have been the end of it. Right. But it's just crazy how different it is that mm-hmm. I mean I that was an early morning. I woke up five something, made the drive down there, but it was so worth it because it's so hard to right. I couldn't find anything. And that was the only mosaic I opened. I didn't I got no mosaic up, up this way. It was mm-hmm. only those cellos. I didn't even get anything. And they just had another big release. Yeah. I know you're gonna touch on this. And I didn't get any of that second release. So that's I'm thankful for that one. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, so my most recent experience, which well, I'll tell you how it made me feel afterwards. But I walk in at 5.30. It's been a while since – I haven't seen the stalker since that since four months ago, since that one Chronicles hit. And I walk up, and I see a guy looking at, like, the sticker collection. And I'm like, oh, he must just be, like, messing around. I don't know. I walk over. The stalker's there. His cart is filled with mosaic football mega boxes, um, and – bunch of other stuff and i walk up i walk up to the card section right past him i say hey how you doing and i'm looking to see like maybe there's some stuff there and she's restocking and i i look back and i say hey you remember me and uh she goes no <laughs> i was like oh, okay she says you can't be back here while i'm doing this i said no i'm just looking you know looking at the cards and she goes oh, okay <laughs> like like it was it was a really awkward situation but i felt like like something shady was going down. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so I wait there with the guy. I go ahead and I, he says, what you, I, we were talking. He was cool. He says, what you looking for? I said, yeah, mostly baseball. Um, but, you know, I'll probably grab some, uh, some football, whatever. Now, mind you, this was probably the biggest restock I've seen with mosaic mega boxes and cello packs and Bowman Chrome. You name it, they had it. Mosaic basketball, too. Hanger boxes. So 
she starts bringing out all this stuff and I go, you know what? I, you know, I should probably just grab some. So I went and got a cart and I got some mosaic football, mosaic, uh, basketball. I didn't want Bowman Chrome cause the last time I got it, it wasn't too good, but to see someone stand there, right. With a cart and she puts it out on the shelf and then he takes it off. Yep. She puts this out on the shelf and he takes it off. Everything. I'm not kidding. He had over a thousand dollars worth of product in his cart. <laughs> Jeez. Towards the end. That's crazy. And I left, but and the new Pokemon too. Mm-hmm. Everything that was hot that came out that she was pulling out, he was taking. Mm-hmm. And he'd let me get what I want. You know, there were no problems. But as I was leaving, self checkout, which is right next to the card section, I'm walking out. I look over, and he's like. He's like all up in her face, like talking to her. He seemed like upset. And I'm like, this is like, I'm like, what? Like, he must know her. So, you know, it goes to show for me, which, like, I went back, what, last night and found mm-hmm. cards. Like, like, he must restock for the month, whatever. But it goes to show that people follow these people around, or they know someone, or they're tipping them off. So they can get the product. And that's just how it is. And that's life. But it really made me kind of have a weird feeling in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Because he took everything off the shelves. You, I mean, I know he's not the only one that comes. It's not just me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're telling me that the other people that come don't get any basketball. Don't get any football. They'll get Bowman Chrome Mega Boxes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went back the next day just to see because I like to see, like, what happens. And all the Bowman Chrome Mega Boxes were gone. So someone got something. But if you're a kid and you want to, you know, you want to go grab a pack of football cards at Walmart, you can't because people like this are going there and timing it right and taking everything. And if, if that – because some Walmarts and Targets have limits. And if that Walmart – like, I'm in a small-town Walmart, so, you know – they don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they don't, they don't, why would they care? Baseball cards and football cards. Mm-hmm. So it kind of discouraged me a little bit because I'm like, that, yeah, this is kind of messed up mm-hmm. what's going on here. So that was my most recent experience. I, you know, I don't go as much as I used to anyways, but yeah, it's just, it's a crazy world. And I, I, I was asking him too, like, do you open them up? Do you just resell the boxes or what? Yeah. He goes, yeah, I'll open some up and then I'll resell. And I don't, I don't like reselling a whole box. Like I said before, I don't like people that do it. I know it's profitable, but like that just takes the fun away from it. And at the end of the day, it's not all about fun. Yep. It's about making money. But that really uh, kind of threw me off there, made me a little upset. Yeah, there's there's that's, been that's my most recent experience. Over the past six months, man, there's been some crazy experiences. I'll touch on one last one here before we wrap up soon. It was mm-hmm. my one little low key spot that I hit. It was a Walmart. <clears throat> um it was tucked uh, away. Yes. And like I said, every single experience I've had it was good. All the people I was, you know, was were with hanging out with and stuff, they would organize it all. It was all just perfectly set up, no no issues at all. And this one I get to. I, I get the stalker. He's there. He was kind of skittish for a couple of weeks, so I'm glad I, I caught him. And I was the only one there. Uh, I was there like 10:30, and he's, mm-hmm. he he was finished at about 11:30, so it's perfect. 
And I see another guy standing there, and he's kind of looking around. And I'm kind of set back, and we kind of make eye contact, and we start talking. He's, he's like, oh, like, like, what are you waiting for? And he, he wasn't waiting for cards. He was realizing that, hey, someone else is looking. I used to buy cards back in the day. Let me see what happens. And so we get to talking. He's waiting there. And I'm, I'm filling him in, you know, about, you know, all the cards I found and stuff. And short, long story short, we, we end up, we end up finding, you know, finding some good stuff. I think it was, wasn't anything great, but it was, um, what was it? Oh, it was illusions. It was illusions basketball. Um, and mm-hmm. it was a month after illusions came out. So everyone, so, so it started with, it starts with prism, just kind of a quick backstory. It starts with prism back in, usually it's in the fall. Um, they'll do like prism, they'll do like NBA hoops. Uh, and then they came out with a few other smaller products, I forget. And then they did Mosaic in about April or May. And then they did Chronicles. So Chronicles was the real first big release where there wasn't just sports card collectors. Now, there was resellers. There were flippers. There was a whole bunch of different groups of people. Um, a lot of people who used to sell sneakers and stuff. It was that type. Different types of people. So Illusions was done and finished with. There was nothing, nothing you know, it was... A low-end product. And it sucked, yeah, by the way. It was a I low-end product. Was not there good. wasn't much in there. I think the, the, the Zion cars were going for 4 or $5. So it really it just wasn't a good product. And it's me. It's this other older guy and these two younger kids. And he, he kept stocking. And he could tell. And I could tell he was a little bit annoyed that the vendor was. He was taking his time. He was doing all the Pokemon, the Yu-Gi-Oh!, the the magic cards. He was doing all that. And then he got to the sports after about an hour and he slides over a box. And meanwhile, this guy that I was waiting with, he, um, he was shopping with his mother, his older mother. And he was going out to the car just to check if she was okay, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He comes in two minutes after the guy, the vendor slides over the box. So I knew that he wanted baseball. There was three tops Chrome blasters. So I took two for myself and I gave him one. And I was, you know, I just set it aside and I didn't know what else he wanted, but that's all I grabbed. And these two kids grabbed everything. And it was, they probably had about $600 worth of illusions. And again, illusions was crap and it was over with. There was no resale value. These two guys, this, the older guy and the two younger kids start kind of like arguing, just kind of like going back and forth. Like, it's not fair. Like, you know, you should, you, you shouldn't be able to take it all. You know, he was thankful that I'd saved one box for him, but that was really it. He, he was arguing with him. And next thing you know, he starts grabbing the stuff out of these kids' cart. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I'm not, I'm not big <laughs> on altercations. I don't really see the need for it. So I kind of distance myself. I, I move to the side a little bit, let them do what they're doing. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So the guy's taking stuff out of the younger kid's cart, putting it in his cart. And now the kid's, like, pulling the guy's cart, and they're kind of going, going at it. No, there's, like, no punches were thrown or anything. <laughs> but, I mean, they're, they're – got probably like a 45 50 year old guy and now uh, a younger kid and i'm like this is ridiculous so it kind of set our piece but it, it really i could tell it left a bad taste in the mouth of the vendor so i kind of you know feeling the guy i am i had to do a little bit of damage control so i spent about 10 minutes talking to the vendor showing him hey there's guys out there like myself who are just looking to collect and that are looking to just you know sell a little bit but also collect and for themselves for personal collections after that day i didn't see that guy again i have not seen that vendor he was consistent he was every thursday morning at 11 a.m 11 to 11 30 but every single thursday i i went for about five weeks after that he did not come back he has come back since and i heard he switched it up now he's there fridays 
but I knew that specific event was about to put a really bad taste in his mouth. And I was right. And it was, so, I mean, there's, there's, yeah. And it just goes to show yeah, one person can ruin it for everyone. Yep. Even on something dumb, like sports mm-hmm. cards, you know, if you want to be greedy, like those kids were being, and I get it because, you know, he wasn't yep. in there, you know, you know, but they were still being exactly. Greedy. There's no reason. And now that guy shouldn't have, shouldn't have been taking stuff out of their mm-hmm. cart. But if he had a way with words, he can be like, you know, like, come on, guys, I just ran out to my car to check on my, my uh, mom who can't who can't stand for long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I haven't got cards in over however many years. Mm-hmm. Like, let me just – can I please have some? It could, you know, can you spare, like, a couple boxes? It could have definitely been a Instead little bit more. Instead of grabbing it out of the card. Yeah. And I understand why he was frustrated too, but – it definitely, you know, and I, I do. I would feel bad for the for the yeah, vendor yeah. as well because that is a little bit. That's uh, what I'm saying. At the end of the day, I mean, he, the guy, his vendor, is just doing his job. You know, that's he, that's that's his mm-hmm. his career. That's what he does. So I mean, it definitely left a bad taste in his mouth, and it it annoyed me. But I think every, I mean, that was like I said, I've been to so many stores, I've had so many experiences. That was by far the worst, and it wasn't really bad, but it wasn't mm-hmm. a, a a good experience. It definitely wasn't something that. We'll, right. we'll get remembered for a good time. But, hey, you know, I mean, there's there's going to be ups and downs with this. There's there's a lot of a lot more stories that I have, a lot more events and things that we've we've went through. But I mean, all yeah. in all, it's been such a fun experience so far. I mean, there's there's going to be mm-hmm. a lot more cards coming out. I know um, Prism Football coming out soon. That should be out in like beginning to middle of December. That's going to be a really hot product. But as of now, it's kind of like a, a lull. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not much coming out from now until the spring. Mm-hmm. You know, Top Series 1 will get released. I mean, Top's Update just came out, I think, this week. So that's a nice product. But other than that, I mean, Top Series 1 is going to be coming out in the spring. Bowman will come out in the spring. Really it for mm-hmm. this year. By the way, if you're listening, if you're listening, don't buy Bo- Bowman Platinum <laughs> if you see yep. it in stores. Yep, that just came out. Just don't buy 45 it. 45 bucks. I, the cards are the ugliest things i've ever Mm -hmm. seen i don't know i don't know i don't know what it is um also panini contenders basketball Mm -hmm. is out and i picked some of that up and you know not the best cards but i will say every card of a um guy who's going to get drafted this year like the draft class um uh lamella ball i think a card that he has is like ten bucks. Yeah. Now, I think I spent about um, fifty dollars on that on the uh, it's called contenders. Yeah, yeah. So I did a little bit of research and with all my cards today, and almost about every card was worth about five bucks. Okay. And I had a total of probably like uh, probably about thirty good cards. Oh wow! So yeah. essentially, I could kind of get pretty close to double my money, but like we talked about earlier, it's a lot of work. But aside from that, don't buy Bowman Bone <laughs> Platinum. Yeah. Um, that was just a little update about the contenders. If you do see it in stores, I would grab it, try it out. You know, you're guaranteed an autograph in a blaster box, mm-hmm. so you're going to get an auto. Which could be cool. I got one that's worth like ten bucks. Nothing crazy. You know, it's not like Zion or, or Morant. So I'm excited to see next year or with basketball. I think the season's starting the 22nd, December 22nd. Yeah, year. I just saw they made that. 
Adam Silver just made that rolling. So I'm excited to see the direction basketball is going to go after last year. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but but yeah, we'll leave that at that today. Uh, we just wanted to give you guys, especially Greg's view mm-hmm. and what he's been through, because like we were saying, if you're not in the game, like you just have no idea. <laughs> it's, it's a whole like, and it's funny, like you said, the, that that last experience. I mean, or your first experience when you hit big, it made it seem like a like a drug deal. I mean, it's crazy how. At the end yeah. of the day, we're we're just buying product. We're not doing anything wrong. We're we're buying. It's just like if you were to go in and buy a couple cases of water because you're going on vacation. I mean, it's just you're literally just buying stuff. Mm-hmm. You're doing nothing wrong. But because of the way the industry is kind of swayed this year, it makes it feel really uncomfortable sometimes. And it's no, I don't, I don't think anyone yep. would have ever thought it would be like this. But it's kind of just the way the cards have turned. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. But we'll be talking more about this kind of stuff in the future, like as we progress with our um, card selling and trading and eBay and what it's like in Walmarts and stuff like that. We're going to be talking more about it. So stay tuned for those those next episodes, because really, like I said, if you're not into it, it's nice to hear about what it's like, because when I tell family and friends, hey, like, you know, <laughs> I got this today or this happened today. They're like, what the heck? Like, like, I remember real quick, I told one of my coworkers, um, she's probably like 20, because uh, every once in a while, she'll go to Walmart and send me a picture of the, the card section. <laughs> so I told her, you know, I got to get there early because there's going to be people waiting in line. And, and she says, she says, you really think? that parents take their kids and that early in the morning to get cards. <laughs> and I'm like, you have no idea. These are not kids. These are grown mm-hmm. adults like me, older than me fighting for this stuff. So it's just, if you don't know about it, it's awesome. You really and... should get into it. It is fun. It's fun to collect. Uh, it gets a little bit overwhelming at times, but it's fun to collect, fun to sell. Yeah. I mean, who and... knows? Who, you know, some <clears> of our listeners may do. live out in this, <clears throat> different states where it's a little less competitive, you know, any out in the middle of the country, up north, down south. I mean, mm-hmm. outside of big cities, you probably have a pretty good chance of, of scoring when you go in. As long as you're timing it, I mean, Thursday, Friday, even sometimes Saturday, mm-hmm. you know, you'll you'll have some good luck. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, well, that's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. Just a quick update about the podcast. Starting tomorrow, me and Greg are switching gears a little bit. We're going to be starting basically, if you would call it, season two. So we're going to be taking all 30 teams. We're going to be putting out two episodes a week. We're taking all 30 teams, and we're going to be going over their top five prospects for that team and then, you know, you know, where they were drafted, what the ranking, like all that, their farm system ranking, give you guys an insight on the team itself. And then the prospects run down the list, top five real quick. And then we're going to be doing another episode in the same week on that team's top prospect. And then that's when we'll be going over a little more in depth. What, like, if we're starting with the Orioles, we're going to be going over their top five and then we're going to be going to Adley Rutschman and you know what we think about him 
his stats, a little more advanced stuff, a little more talk to give you a better idea of who he is, where he's from. And then we're going to be talking about the sports cards in that episode. So just so you guys know, that's what's going to be going on starting tomorrow. Instead of doing a specific uh, prospect like ones I've done in the past, kind of random, we're going to be having all 30 teams in order, um, alphabetical order. Well, go through the division. We'll just yeah. start from the Orioles and go, you know, in the AL, then to the NL, stuff like that. Yeah, we'll do divisions. And then, so yeah, that'll take us into next year and we'll really be up to date on everything as it changes as the season progresses next year. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, we'll also be doing uh, some more sports car talk like this, just an update, what's going on, what we've experienced, how the market's going. Uh, I'm, I am excited to see how, how it, uh, play, it plays out in the next couple months here and the start of next season uh, with baseball. But yeah, and as always, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at The Prospect Podcast. We're going to be doing a giveaway at 1,500 followers. I'll probably put up a post next week, and then once we hit 1,500, we'll run the giveaway. Uh, it's going to be a mystery pack um, or a starter pack for you guys. So if you're interested in that, stay tuned and go follow us on the Prospect Podcast. And then also on Twitter, you can go ahead and follow us at the Prospect Pod one We'll be doing updates on there as well, uh, just so you guys stay up to date with everything. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.